Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble the film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cavasco, and it's time for Mr. Rob's Science Class. Oh! However, though, I should let you know that I am not a professionally accredited teacher of any of the sciences. <laughs> I only know what I can read online. Let I, me thought there just... was, I thought there would be a theme song. Yeah, well, no. There may be. Actually, I thought of that. Yeah, there'll be a theme song. So, today's lesson, mm. plasma, not the component of blood in which blood cells are suspended. No, I'm talking about one of the four fundamental states of matter, solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. Mm. So, solid, ice, liquid, water, gas, clouds, plasma, electrical arcs, okay, in the atmosphere. And you would think lightning... Is like that, but I guess there is right now some sort of uh, discussion that maybe natural lighting is more of an electric spark and not an arc. I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that. Bird fight. Yeah, like, right? Like, I didn't know we were still studying the fundamental attributes of lightning. That is news to me. (laughs) (laughs) There's still more going on there. But anyway, there's plasma, you'll hear a lot of things. The space shuttle, when the space shuttle would re enter in the atmosphere, it'd leave a plasma trail um, in terms of that heat. There's guys who are making, and this is really great, the ingenious men at the Hacksmith, uh, and go check out their YouTube channel. They have made the world's first retractable plasma-based lightsaber blade. Oh. It's pretty amazing, actually. It's it's incredible. It actually works. It cuts through steel doors and everything. So uh, plasma consists of a, ga- a gas of ions, atoms, which have some of their orbital electrons removed. Ionization is the process by which an atom or a molecule acquires a negative or positive charge by gaining or losing electrons. Hey, this all sounds complicated. It's more complicated than I understand. But you know what I do understand? Neon signs. <laughs> plasma. Oh. There you go. Really? You take yeah. neon and turn it to plasma, and that's what creates the neon glow? There's ba- Basically, that is what you're seeing within the neon sign is a low-grade plasma. And I am sure there will be many scientists who will come and correct me on my, my basic understanding <laughs> of electricity <laughs> and fundamental parts of matter. You understand what I'm saying? So... We have some pretty interesting stuff to talk about because Tony goes off in this minute. Yeah. With, uh, some great conversation. So thank you, Dr. Rob. Not a doctor. Uh, here we are at minute 39 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed by Mr. John Favreau. Uh, and we get a face-off. I yeah. mean, really, this the next two minutes are basically just two actors acting. And it's amazing. Like, yes. this, uh, I have seen, there's, there's whole movies that do not have as riveting a conversation as what's about to happen in this. And this is a Marvel movie. Like, this is where this is where you go to sh- see people with lightning hammers hitting people in the face and things. I mean, and, and yet, I am, like I say, we are still within the sweet spot. We are still within the, the, the perfect five minutes of this movie. Like, if you're, you're going to pull out a section of the movie to say the best, this is it. Uh, but at the same time, it makes it difficult to do our job because... There's not a lot of stuff going around. I can't uh, talk about signs or extras or anything because it's literally just two actors facing off. So we're just going to gush about these two actors uh, for a while as we as we watch them do their thing. No CGI involved. So Mickey Rourke decided to create his look based on a lot of, of prisoners. So, so he did the research himself. So he picked out the tattoos he wanted. The teeth were his idea. The hair was his idea. Like he really wanted his, his entire look. And I guess this is the compromised version. Apparently there was a much more extreme version that they say brought him back down. Uh, 
this he didn't go full Captain Jack Sparrow, but I mean we're basically on the same on, on the same path. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, so like I couldn't I couldn't find anything specifically about like why he chose the tattoos he did. Only that he did choose the tattoos that he did. Uh, and then uh, like as we talked about before, he wanted to be naked in the scene, and they they talked him down to dirty undies, uh, and that's what we have here. So, but but it is a nice contrast because he is here at his most vulnerable. Because he is almost naked, no technology, captured in chains, yet he doesn't seem to have a problem with that, and he's uh, also holding a lot more cards than you would you would think. And so Tony comes in, could come and go as he please. He's he's wearing the arc reactor. I mean, it's in his chest. He's dressed up. He's fine. Like he's super confident because like he somebody tried to kill me and I beat it. Boom! Tony Stark for the win. Uh, and yet. Like, like the, here's a guy who's totally unimpressed with any of this kind of stuff. And so we have to face off. So Tony, interestingly, doesn't come in of like, why'd you try to kill me, bro? Like, he, instead, he approaches him like a scientist. So he's already made a couple of assumptions. So he starts talking about the technology. So he starts off with a compliment. And he says, pretty decent tech. So it's like, Okay, interesting conversational gambit. Like this is, I, I love this kind of stuff. As a writer, I, I this is this is uh, this is food for me. Like watching just like the 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 back and forth and like how you approach these kind of things. Uh, so then he he's but then of course he's Tony Stark, so he has to then start trying to fix things because that's what Tony is as an engineer. He says cycles per second were pretty low. You could have doubled up your rotations. You focus the repulsor technology through ionized plasma channels. Oh, plasma. That's what we call back to that. Um, it's effective, but not very efficient. It's a passable knockoff. So it's like, all right. So like I've said, like, I, I know what you did. Like, I see what you did and all the way through. You did, you, there's a couple things that you screwed up on that you could have done better. And then he hits it with a little insult in terms of, like, you just figured it out. Like, you looked at the, the repulsor stuff, you figured it out, you reverse engineered it, and now you, this is your cheap copy. And so what does he get from Ivan? Nothing. Yeah. Like, Ivan doesn't even, doesn't even look at him, just sitting there like, okay, Stark, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, like, so Tony steps back and goes, okay, let's try a different tact. And he says... I don't get it. A little fine-tuning, you could have made a solid paycheck. You could have sold it to North Korea, China. And like, and it's really on that, that's when he gets a reaction. That's the first time that Ivan sort of looks over at him like, that's what you think this is? Like, right, right. And he says, Iran. And already he's already, Tony is sort of like, okay, that's not what I expected. Because Ivan looks over and smiles at him like, okay, there's still something I'm not getting here. But still... Mickey Rourke is great in this because he's barely giving him anything, and yet it means everything, the fact that he's not reacting. So Tony continues on. Or gone right to the black market. You look like you've got friends in low places. So which is obviously there's a couple things. There's That's a reference to a Garth Brooks song, of course, uh, but also the fact that he's covered in prison tattoos and Zoe and Tony has recognized that's what they are. Like, okay, you... If you are not a member of the Russian Mafia, the Bratva, I think it's called, um, then you are very closely associated with them and have done because you've got the ink. 
Like uh, there's they're one of the organizations that really you know like that it shows your status and your rank. And if you want to see a more uh, fictionalized version of this, watch some of the seasons of Arrow because there's a whole right. section that about about what tattoo he has and what it means and what it gets him. Um, uh, and also Eastern Promises uh, makes a big deal of this as well, which is part of the inspiration for this. But now, okay, I love everything, and you know that's that's pretty much all of Tony's dialogue right up until this this point in the minute. I see there's three things Tony tried to do. He had three strategies. Okay. So the first strategy is I'm going to go in immediately into this tech stuff, you know, cycles and rotations and repulsive mm-hmm. energy. Here's here's how I took it is I think he's basically trying to say, okay, I'm going to see I don't believe this guy even was capable of doing this. I want to find out who's who who is he the front for. So oh. I'm going to start off with way over your head, all this stuff, thinking that you're going to look at me and, and kind of give me this look like, what the hell are you talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't get any reaction. So he goes, oh, okay, so here's my strat- my second strategy, money. Mm-hmm. How come you didn't, you could have made a whole lot more money than doing this. What's that all about? And then when he, when that one strikes out, that's when he goes into insult mode. Yeah. And then he goes into the whole, you know, like you said, you look like you got friends in low places. It's those three things. And I think it's interesting. You're obviously because we understand the motivation of the character when he hits into the money thing. Well, that's that is hitting. He doesn't realize it. His second strategy worked. That is hitting the cord with with Ivan in that you're all in it for the money. My father rotted. Now we're on to something. So that just the whole and look at and, and that's everything. And Ivan hasn't uttered a word yet. Yeah. And all of that's in the conversation. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. So then, finally, then Ivan does answer, but he doesn't answer any of the things nope. that Tony had talked about or reply to any of the insinuations. He says, "You come from a family of thieves and butchers, and now, like all guilty men, you seek to rewrite your own history." And it's sort of like, "Ooh, wow!" Like, talk about a conversational gambit. Like it was like. Okay, like Tony already uh, pushed back. Like this is not at all what I thought it was because it yes. wasn't like like <laughs> you, you didn't do this to make you didn't do this to make money. You're smart because you you actually figured this all out. What? Why? Like why me? Like why are you? Well, and isn't this isn't this to me? This is going all the way back to the scene where Tony's world is turned upside down. Yeah, this is another upside down mm-hmm. and let me just put what i love about this scene in terms of the staging they are sitting on the same bench but facing different directions yes and i love the way that that is done because it's it's the opposing forces yeah. but yet sharing the same plane sharing the same the same area of sitting i i love just the whole way this is put together yeah, and this as soon is, as this, this is a two-minute play Yes, yes, and it's just incredibly well done. Yeah. And what I love about Tony is, is Tony here, he's gone through these couple of different strategies. In one and a half sentences, he already knows, oh, I'm dealing with something way beyond what I thought I was dealing with. Yeah. You're going right to my, what you know, you obviously know me and you know my father because you're talking about this, you're referencing that and my past history. And you're, you know, alluding to this whole idea of this, that you're guilty of something. And we know that Tony has dealt with guilt. Yeah. Of yeah. What he's done. And that's the thing, because like as we're as we're sitting here in 2020, we're thinking about Tony Stark in terms of like we've obviously 
those of us who are caught up on the Marvel know his whole arc. Right. And we've also known the stuff from Endgame where like, we love Howard Stark. We saw Howard Stark in, uh, obviously, in, in Captain America First Avenger, and then in the Agent Carter series, and then in obviously in the in Ant Man. I mean, like all of these, like all these these things, we we see Howard Stark, um, and so we have this you know, like we like Tony Stark, we like Howard Stark, and we forget that they were weapons manufacturers. Their whole lives were dedicated to finding creative ways to kill people they didn't agree with. Like, when he says, you come from a family of thieves and butchers, he's 100% right. Yes. Because their job was, what's the most efficient way we could kill as many people as we possibly can and make money from it? And profit. Yes. No, this is... Yes. I mean, like, like, you know, as much as we like Howard Stark... He is has so much blood on his hands, and Tony like picked up all that blood and made a, a lot of his own. Let's not forget he invented the Jericho, and the Jericho was not meant for you know <laughs> changing geography. It was meant to wipe out as many people as possible. Murder, right. <laughs> murder for profit. Uh, so like like you know that's the thing. It's like seeing it from. Ivan's perspective, you kind of go, oh, yeah, like, let's let's not forget, like, right now, he's a flying around hero. He has rewritten his own history because we're thinking about Iron Man flying through the sky and and saving people uh, and stuff. But like, but the previous 35 years, yeah, (laughs) there's a there's a lot of, of death and destruction that has been wrought upon this planet because of the Stark family. That's and that's. That is a great uh, thing to, as a motivation for a villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> his, totally. his axe is legit. Yes. And, yeah, and, and he's exactly right. Tony is trying to just sort of uh, move past all that stuff. No, no, this right. is what I'm doing now. I don't want to talk about that stuff. Right. <laughs> well, sometimes the past does come back to haunt you. So what is it? what does he say next? We don't know because that's where the minute ends. Oh my <laughs> God, are you serious? Perfect, clean cuts too. He says, "You seek to rewrite your own history," and then boom, that is where the minute ends. <sighs> no, he's not even done with like that's of his of his paragraph. It's cuts up the middle of crap. At least at least it's between words and not like right on it too. So yeah, that unfortunately that is where the this half of the playlet comes to an end. Good minute. Yeah, it, it is. It's really solid. Like this is this is a. Uh, this is a, two solid actors really getting to show their stuff. Like in in a movie, like in the last one, like most of it was being done by the CGI. Like they they had some right. stuff they did, and probably that scene probably got to do it. So this reminds me a little bit of a story that I had I just heard about um, about uh, Jack Nicholson. So Jack Nicholson uh, shooting a few good men. So there was a, a thing where, like, it, there was he was there for basically a day. They had him for a day, and so Rob Reiner said, "Like, look, do you, if you want to just get done with this, like, we'll shoot all your close-ups, and you can leave. Like, you know, we only, we only you're only here for a day, and like, so then we can have somebody else come in and do the reaction stuff. It's fine. Like, what? Like, because you're like we this is like we literally have you for twelve hours today, and that's it. So like, if you want to get it done, let's get it done. So." Jack says, "No, just do whatever you know. I'm here for the day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here for the day." And he's like, 
Okay. So they start shooting the scene. Now, if you've usually seen a few good men, you know there's the right. scene between uh, Tom Cruise and him, the, the you can't handle the truth thing. Like, basically, it's a it's a slow burn. He starts out as annoyed and then goes on to full-on rage mode. Well, every time they, they were shooting, so they were shooting, they would shoot reaction shots. So they're shooting Tom Cruise while that's going on. They're shooting everybody sitting at the table. So Demi Moore and, and, and uh, Kevin Pollack and... Uh, kind of get the, the lot of star power that's in that room, is oh, yeah. <laughs> like even uh, Kevin Bacon. Like they all have their reactions to, of of the because they have reaction shots too. So they shoot them reacting this as this is going on, and every performance they they gave Jack Nicholson did it full on one hundred percent. Even when the camera was not on him, he was you can't handle the truth when they're shooting a reaction shot of the crowd. He's full on into like, and so <laughs> Rob Reiner kind of went like. Are you are gonna be okay? Can you, can you, can you? We haven't gotten to you yet. Like we haven't turned the camera on you yet. Like, are you sure you haven't? He's like, you don't understand. I'm an actor. I love to act. I never get to. This is the best day of my life, and I'm gonna oh, do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this every single time because I don't get to do this very often. Oh. So it's like so I, I look at this and I think the same thing. Like these guys are like, fine, I will wear the green leotard. I will run around on the thing. Oh, you yeah. can put it in whatever harnesses you want. But I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do this as many times as you'll let me because this is the pure acting stuff. And the, to drop it in the middle of this two hundred million dollar budget movie and have it work. Oh, the well, stars align. And and there is a there is a um exactness to the lines in this scene in this yes. conversation as an actor you So just I don't know if this is this. Justin Thoreau or if this was the if this was Robert Downey Jr. and Mickey Rourke figuring out what they wanted to say but oh. like this is magnificent. This oh, is some no. of the best written stuff in this entire movie. Absolutely. No, I agree. I I, I agree with that. <laughs> Still cool stuff coming. Yeah, there's still, still good stuff coming. Yeah, so we're still only in the middle because like so now now that like okay so I I see your technology thing I see your insults I raise you you have blood on your hands from your family what do you think about that well we're gonna find out in minute forty so don't you miss it well you know uh, you know Kyle I mean think about this great performance that we're talking about sure what would you say would you say this is would you think these are three star performances oh no the way these guys are, are really going at it I mean like I, even just Robert John Jr. I think is given at least a four star in this one a four star I, yeah what about wouldn't you say maybe this is a five star performance actually but you put the two of them together I think that could, would come out to a full five star win you know Reviews are something that actors really like because they want to know how the performance is, and so do podcasters. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so if you would like to let us know how we're doing and also let the world know that you're enjoying this, you can leave us a review. You can do it on iTunes. You can do it on Pocket Cast, whatever your podcatcher of choice. Uh, we we benefit from those because not only does it help us know that we're doing something and we actually are not speaking just to each other, uh, but it also helps other people find the show as well because algorithms run the world right now. And so uh, we need all the help we can get. Uh, so if you have the time, uh, hop on over to one of those things and uh, give us stars. My favorite number of stars is five. Um, and then uh, put whatever information you want to know that you want the world to know about the Marvel movie minutes and we will love you back so be here back here for a minute 40 as we continue this the, the conversation and uh, we're going to find out a lot more about uh, these two men facing off and they're about to find out how they are connected to each other so do not miss it enough said bye bye